Welcome to Wax Halfful, episode 70. I'm your host, Wax, here as always, my co-host, Ads. Also, a guest this week, uh, we brought on Felix for the first time in, I don't know, a couple of months, because uh, today's topic is going to be largely sports-related, and Felix is an avid sports fan, and also like an avid sports business fan, which is probably what we're going to talk about more than actual sports. But anyway, guys, uh, say hi. Just feel free to talk over each other as you introduce each other. Hi. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you did think that one out, did you? Nah, Felix, um, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, hello, hello, I'm Felix. Uh, Ads, how's your day going? <laughs> how, how dare you take Wax's line? What the fuck? That's, that's, that's I, never asked the, I never asked about the day. I ask about, like, how you do in general. And how you feeling? Up. Yeah, 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 true, true. The entire, entire preamble. Exactly. See, see, I got you to change it up here. Also, oh, also, I'm an avid listener of the podcast, so you know, you know, if I didn't pick up on this, yeah, that just proves, you know, that proves his uh, loyalty. Oh, also, uh, producer Keith. I don't think I, did I, I, I forgot to mention producer Keith as usual in the in the background, who will pop in whenever he wants. Probably not at all this episode because he doesn't care about sports, but whatever. Yeah. It's not that I don't care about sports. It's that I don't really care about sports. <laughs> how do you, first off? There are you? things I care about. I'll probably chime in. Depends on what you guys get to. All right. We'll hear from you in like 70 minutes when we're at the song recommendations. Something like that. Go, go to the GTA RPs. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Any, anyway, so, uh, oh yeah, we, we did ask, uh, so how are you doing? I have been eaten alive by mosquitoes, and there are currently about 10 cases of Japanese encephalitis in Australia. And panic stations, you know, I could die. I could also not die, probably not die. Um, but who cares? Fuck it. Yeah, Works you're going to Japan. Did you ever take the, the I, I know it's like somewhat common in Asia. Did you ever have take any vaccines before you went to like Korea or something? Encephalitis. Uh, the, I probably don't know the English. This, that's probably a name I know in like Korean. But uh, I remember that being a thing back in the day. But no, I didn't have to get any special kind of vaccination. I don't remember. Yeah, because um, I think I was speaking to some Japanese people and they were saying um. That in Japan, I don't know if it's the same in Korea, they they have it in, they take it as a child, like it's a child vaccine, the same way you would have, I don't know, what child vaccines there I have, measles, fucking uh, you know what? I C, got, B, You know a, what, I might have gotten it, yeah, you know, I might have actually gotten this and I just forgot, because I do remember encephalitis, this being, it's always like a seasonal scare, right, they're like, oh, by the way, you know, watch out for those pesky Japanese mosquitoes again and then like nothing happens and then we just forget about till next year and then they just get the news scares you again I don't know how many how yeah, many people have actually died how many people actually died this year so far in, in Australia it, two, two people it, so you said there were 10 cases and two people died well I'm, I'm well, the thing is like you assume there's way more but like 99% of people are asymptomatic right they don't get yeah. symptoms uh, but the, like of the one percent, a lot of people die. All right, and you can get, and so you can get uh, immunized to this, or is it just basically saying don't get bitten by mosquitoes and? Uh, and yeah, they're like pushing vaccines, but only for like high risk groups and stuff like that. Okay, but otherwise it costs right. like two hundred bucks. I'm fuck that. I'm not paying two hundred bucks. I'm gonna die. Too. <laughs> Dude, yeah. if they made me pay, if they made people pay two hundred bucks for the COVID vaccine, ain't nobody doing that. I'm just saying. 
I, I think that would depend on the timing of it. For for Omicron, no. Omicron would be like, yeah, fuck it. But I feel like if it was like back in March of uh, 20, what, 2021, 2020, I think we all would have gotten for, for 200, no? America has like 50% vaccination rate already. Put 200 bucks on that, that's dropping at least like 30%. No? You disagree? Mm, that's, that's, that's hard to that's hard to suss out. Yeah, that's hard to quantify. Because um, the people who get the shot are more likely to get a shot at any cost. Um, True. But I, yeah. I think there's still a large majority of people that get it because it's free, right? Especially in Australia where you got like, what, like 95% coverage of, of adults. So like, it's pretty high. I don't think that oh, would did happen. I t- did, I, did I tell you? So like one of my friends who had, uh, who had kids lately, uh, they won't let anyone visit unless they prove they've had like not just the COVID vaccine, but like tetanus and a bunch of other things. I have no fucking idea if, I, if I've ever gotten. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I don't even know how to get my medical records. Like, how the fuck do I know if I've gotten yeah, like, you, I mean, Yours are split over two countries, right? Yeah. Like, how the fuck do I even, yeah, how do I know if I've gotten it? So I'm like, well, like, I guess I'm not seeing your kid until they're grown up. So, Dude, that, 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 that kid's definitely going to have like some fucking peanut allergy where there's half a nah. peanut being eaten in the fucking thing. No, they, they they can't sustain this this kind of like uh this you know this kind of like ultra protection for too long, right? Or can they? I don't know. I, I I've never okay. met a kid. Yeah, well, at least in my experience, like I've never met a kid who's been in that kind of bubble for their entire life. So well, once you hit, uh, unless they're doing like homeschooling, once you hit uh, kindergarten, not eventually they're gonna have to like go yeah, out. Yeah, you have to run into other. Yeah, you're gonna have to like run to other kids who are raised by parents who are not as careful as you. Yeah, but, we don't you give know. a fuck. Yeah. I don't know. For for me, I found out. I actually did research because I wanted to know like what what kind of vaccines I had. And obviously, once I got the COVID vaccine, it went to my like. The, this is the first time they really pushed that uh, digital vaccine record. And I don't know if my digital vaccine record isn't up to date, but there's like some vaccines that I had the first course for, and I just never had the second one for. So. Oh, what you, your parents just forgot to take you for the second one. They're like, oh, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but they, they were like they were like high school ones because in high school you sometimes have one and I think I just went overseas and never got it. Right. Forget it. Yeah, I had the same problem in my twenties. Uh, I, I I was supposed to get shots, but um, I went in once and then I promptly didn't ever try to go get my second shots. And every time they I go there, they're like, "Oh, it's not available." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, because you got to order them in. Fuck that, saves. Yeah. yeah so, so like yeah so right now uh, at my age range i should be getting a tetanus booster but uh i'm too lazy to get it i can't yeah. remember the last time i had a tetanus booster. actually i do i do remember i cut myself jumping a fence for completely legal reasons i swear to god um and then my mom i, I came home and i gave up some bullshit fucking story about how i cut my hand up i still have a scar and my mom's like oh, okay she believed me even though it's complete bullshit i don't know well, maybe she pretended to believe me. Probably the second part. And then I got a tetanus shot. It was great. I also was yeah. about to get a rabies shot, but I never did. And I didn't die, so... Wait, did you, get, did you actually get like, bitten by an animal? Yeah, I got bit by a dog. But there's no rabies in Australia. Or allegedly, there's no rabies in Australia. So I don't think it was necessary. How did you get bit by a dog? Were you... Uh, was this like a um, random aggro dog? Or were you just... Yeah, yeah. I was just, at the, I was just at the park playing soccer and some... Dog came up and I was like, oh, dog. Hi, dog. And then dog was like, hi. And then bit me. But it was like, like a friendly to, bite. Like, were you, trying to, were you trying to pet it? Well, if possible. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I try not to pet. You're not supposed to try to pet like not like, like strange dogs. I thought. Dude, like, the dog was coming at me. Policy. What do you mean? Yeah, but it's coming at you. You're not supposed to try to pet it though. It's like so what am I supposed to do? I punch it? What you think I'm doing? No, no, no. You just don't like engage it. Was it trying to attack you? No, it looked friendly. Ah, uh, see, that, that's that's the thing you don't know. You don't like. But I never pet. Like I'm not one of those people who just like walk past the dog that's on a leash and just try to pet it. That's fucking stupid. That's how you yeah, get exactly. a dog put down. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's what you don't do. Okay. Yeah, the dog was coming at me. He's invading my personal space. Okay. You know what? You guys are reminding me that I should try to get like my tetanus boost. I'm pretty sure I got one at least when I was a kid, and I probably haven't had a booster in like 20 years, so I should probably go get one. Because like, I've, I've eaten some shit on the pavement when I was super drunk like twice in the last couple of years. So I, I feel like it's just Wait. Uh, usually... I, Usually I, I just ble- I just ble- I just bleed it off and like whatever, but uh, yeah, maybe probably should do something about it. Yeah, I don't I don't know like if what the treatment is for tetanus after you get it. But I'm gonna assume if it's not that get, good. Like, what do you get it from? You get it from like like rusty stuff, rusty like, or... fences and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, usually I, I usually eat shit on the on the pavement, so that's probably not as bad. But still, I mean, I feel like. Hey, it just it pays just to be <laughs> from all the blood of other drunks who'd also done the exact same thing as you. Nah, you know, you know, it's, you, you know, you can you can live like a long, healthy life with HIV now. I think. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that's yeah. right. There's also like s- small amounts of um, confirmed remission. Is that the word for HIV? I don't know. If oh yeah, I've read... HIV. But there's like a few I've people read... who've been cured. Yeah, yeah, least... I've read it. Yeah. I've read about that, but the fact that it's not like a bigger news story tells me that they're probably still trying to observe these people and see, like, you know, if this is real, like, how long it's going to go, right? Yeah, that's, I think, that's what they're saying. They get them off yeah. the um, antivirals or whatever they have and see how long it lasts. All right. Anyway, that's that's enough preamble for today. Let's try to get to the actual topics faster. Wow, this was like a, our shortest preamble in a long time, just 10 minutes. Okay, let's start with the one that Ad's been angry about lately, and this is the one freshest in, the mem- in my memory. But Spotify recently made a signed a partnership deal with Barcelona FC Barcelona, the famous historic soccer club, football club, and they are paying them over three hundred ten million dollars over four years, and this includes the naming rights to Camp. It's Camp Nou, right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. So it'll be called Spotify Camp Nou. And it also includes, so this is like a combined deal. It also has like the, it's the jersey sponsorship and the stadium sponsorship and probably some other stuff that the details haven't been come out yet. I'm assuming for this ridiculously large sum, it's like a very comprehensive sponsorship, right? It's got to yeah. be like, it's got to be, you know, the stadium name, the jersey logo, and there's probably a bunch of other shit inside of it that we don't even know about yet. So, but anyway, ads, you were... Very, very angry at this to the degree that I was kind of surprised because I thought by now you would have become very used to this because uh, like when I looked up other naming sponsorships, it seems very prevalent in European soccer. Maybe not at like the top level, at, you know, from Premier League, La Liga, but I, at the lower levels, it seems like very, very common. And that seems very, very common in Australia too. So like, why are you so offended by this? Um, why am I offended? I feel like Especially with those, like, I hate the, I hate this word, but football heritage clubs, which Barcelona undoubtedly is part of. Like, it's not even like a new football heritage club. It is arguably the football heritage club alongside um, Real Madrid 
in in Spain. Um, and having like an iconic stadium such as Camp Nou to to, to give away the the naming right to that place and have a have a I guess the 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 benefit here is obviously they didn't completely like just call it Spotify Stadium or some fucking stupid shit like that. Um, they called it Camp, Spotify Camp Nou, which is like honestly probably worse. I actually hate it more now that I think about it. Uh, it, it just like rings hollow in a sport that's already hollow. Um, like no sport is as genuine anymore, I guess. But I guess there are some things that you want to like say, hey, we could get money for this, but you know we understand the historical significance of this name to our fan base, and will not take like there is no dollar amount of value that would like there are some things that no dollar amount of value should ever take away from a club, and I think a club like Barcelona, there's there's the name of their stadium is one of them. Okay, so I, I want to ask Felix a question now because uh, this seems very odd, doesn't it? Because in America, it's the opposite way. In America, giving away the stadium name is like nothing. Everyone does it. But the the line that most fans draw on the stand saying you can't do this is you can't advertise on the uniform in a big way. Like they've, they've started doing it in small ways now in the NBA where they have like a tiny little thing, tiny little logo. But it's no, it's nothing like European football where you have a gigantic logo of your sponsor on your, on your shirt. So I was wondering, like, Felix, why do you think this is? Like, why do you think that European fans like draw the line in the sand with the name and with the uh, American sports fans? It's on the logo sponsorship on the uniform. I'm gonna draw a parallel to baseball here, um, in the sense that uh, a lot of the old teams' name, stadium names, like the Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, those are classic stadiums. And I agree with Ads's point. You know, like for teams with those type of traditions. Um, having a corporate sponsor for a stadium name just seems very weird now, now nowadays. Too. It's like you wouldn't call like Yankee Stadium, uh, uh, for example, Chase Ballpark or something like that. It just it just sounds awful. So so I mean with Barcelona with Camp Nou, um, I I can see why there'd be a lot of distaste behind that. Um, as for like. I guess there has to be a break point. Like modern teams, so you build a modern stadium today, I'm sure you could sell your corporate rights, corporate naming rights everywhere, sure. But uh, I think like for the classic teams, for the classic old stadiums, corporate sponsorship name is just terrible. And also most of the populace won't ever call it Spotify Camp New. They'll just call it Camp New. Like it, Spotify, that doesn't really matter. Um, also, I guess Barcelona did this because they are heavily in debt. And that's why they, they need money to rate they need to raise money for it. But I don't know. I I agree with ads here. It's 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 a terrible name. Yeah, but but ads like uh but maybe to go back to the, my point about the uniforms again, like like the European soccer teams are already crossing a line that is considered sacrosanct by American sports fans. Like in baseball, if you put these giant like purple logos on baseball uniforms in America, like fans would revolt. Like they would revolt super hard. You could never do it. So I, I'm yep. kind of I kind of wonder, like, why is this weird line of demarcation on the stadium and not not when you've arguably sold out an even more important part of your legacy? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, the funny thing is, Barcelona were one of the few clubs that, that lasted the longest in terms of not having a shirt sponsorship either. And when they did get a shirt sponsorship, they actually did a bit of a slimy way of getting one as well. They brought on UNICEF as, like, a, as a, you know, humanitarian sponsor to like bring awareness to UNICEF for a couple of years. And then they brought in a corporate sponsor after that. 
So it was kind of a slimy way of them getting into it. But even then, they they did get a lot of criticism for for bringing on UNICEF, um, and so so it's not out of the out of the um, ordinary to say that Barcelona themselves haven't haven't been probably the one that have held to tradition as long as possible. In terms of that, I, I agree. I dislike sponsorship on shirts. Um, I think okay. soccer does it better than most other sports that I follow, like rugby league has just, it's it's a fucking shirt billboard. It's a sponsorship billboard, right? Um, I, I would pay extra if, if I could, right? As a fan, I would pay extra to get a sponsor sponsorless jersey. Um, but obviously that doesn't really exist because obviously that's not how they, how they make money. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess the difference here is that the jersey itself has its own like inherent value beyond sponsorship. Whereas the stadium for most people who aren't like people who who go frequently, um, its value is kind of in the name, you know, like in in uh, Old Trafford and walk like for for any United fan um, who's you know makes the quote unquote or United uh, Liverpool fan. Anfield's the same. Like I, I know my friend talks about his his trip to England and his trip to Anfield is like one of his like biggest memories of his of his trip to England. Like that's basically why he went to England. To be honest, I think he wouldn't have even gone to England if if he didn't want to go to Anfield and go to a soccer game. And I'm probably the same. Like I, I have no um, aspirations to go to England for a holiday other than to go to Old Trafford. Like like my entire England holiday would be planned around going to Old Trafford. And would I feel the same way walking into Old Trafford and seeing a massive sign for um, Board Ape Arena? Like, probably not. Probably skip on England. I don't know. Could you elaborate more on that though? Because like Manchester United has a re- they change you change your shirt sponsor like every two years, every three years. It's been like AIA, it's like every it's five, five, Chrysler. Years, yeah. It's yeah, it's like it changes so much, and the logos are so huge. The Chrysler logo was like enormous. The Chrys- on Chrysler the- one was it was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I still don't understand. It wasn't like, Chrysler. Why... It was um, what's the other one? Called? Sorry, uh, Ford. Chevy. It was Chevy. an American car. Oh, yeah, sorry, Chevy. Yeah, it was an American car company. But yeah, I, I just don't get like why the name rankles you so much when the selling out has happened basically everywhere, everywhere else so hard. Like you know, like even on the on. I guess there's no on pitch advertisement yet. Although you know, don't don't count that out happening in the next ten years. Well, that already exists the... in rugby league, yeah. <laughs> But well, yeah, I mean, aren't they gonna? They're probably gonna test out what the NBA does, right? With uh, you know, uh, the logos on the pitch on the, on the basketball court. Yeah, the overlay yeah. stuff. Yeah, the overlay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I assume that's uh, that's gonna come along to soccer sooner or later. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I already hate the fact that soccer has those fucking billboards that just change like the, the colors. Uh, it's like a live billboard, right? It's with screens. And just the animations and stuff are so fucking off-putting already. I'm f- I'm actually more fine with those um, overlays straight on the pitch than I am with the with the like flashing fucking signage all across the stadium. I hate those. I, I if I if if I if I had the choice, right? Like I choose the fucking on pitch advertising over that's off the side pitch and fucking flashing shit. I hate that. Question: Which one is worse to you? naming rights for the stadium so it'd be like ftx old trafford or title sponsors for the team so it'd be manchester united ftx definitely the second one oh definitely a team name like yeah 
Okay. What about an FTX patch on or a giant FTX logo on on the jersey? Then how about like, that? Where, where does that where rank? T- where TeamViewer is? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The main sponsor on the logo on the jersey. Um, I would dislike that, especially since it's a fucking crypto company. Um, but like, I guess for me, right? I don't actually know what year United got their first jersey sponsor, but I'm gonna assume it's been like like that for quite a while. So so maybe I'm not. I'm just not old enough to have the same hate towards a, a um a jersey sponsorship versus somebody who might have lived in the era where there were no jersey sponsorships like for for me even my fucking retro uh rugby league jerseys have massive sponsorships like on on the shirt and th- those are like 80s that's an 80s shirt um you know what i mean like i feel like jersey sponsorships for for me have been part of the sport for so long that i guess i'm immune to it or like uh they jaded you. Yeah, they jaded you. Yeah. They, they yeah. They jaded I, I, you. Successfully, they beaten down your resistance to capitalism. So, so what I'm saying is, t- it's 20 years from now, if there was a kid who's my age and they see, you know, oh, Old Trafford got a spot, uh, became FTX Old Trafford, they're going to be like, oh, you know, it's Camp New and XX have been so, doing it for so long. But even that being being said, I, I, I'm going to go back to a point that Felix made about how if you build a new stadium, it's different. And I dislike the fact that that's the case, but it is the case, you know? Like, for example, um, Arsenal have have had Highbury, which is like Highbury Park, which is like an, an amazingly iconic stadium, Tottenham with the White Hart Lane, and they both built new stadiums. And as far as I can remember, um, Arsenal yeah. got the naming rights straight away to be Emirates Stadium. So it's always been a tie, tied to that. And same thing with, uh, with Bayern Munich with Allianz Stadium. So it's not... Uncommon, even at the big clubs, right? Like Arsenal, Tottenham, Bayern are massive clubs, but still, you know, the United, the Manchester United, the um, yeah. Liverpool, the Barca, the Real still hold their names. I still hate yeah. it though, even knowing the context. That. Yeah, you actually saw that corporate Stockholm syndrome like occur like recently in the NBA when the Lakers they changed their uh, their naming sponsor of the arena from Staples State Center to FTX Arena. No, no, sorry, crypto.com. Crypto.com Arena, like, yeah. Yeah. But people were like, oh my God, Staples Center was like such an iconic name. And it was like, no, man, that's that was the epitome of selling out. You just like the state you like Staples the store better than you like crypto.com. But that was the same thing. And it's really just like it's attrition over time. You get used to the name. And even though Staples like qualitatively, it's it's no Maybe it's it's maybe slightly better sponsor than crypto.com, but it's still like fucking like it's ha- much better than crypto.com. You it's still crypto.com arena every time. You know, you know, they don't they don't allow you to call you the, the crypt. You have to say crypto.com arena all the time. It's 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 a yeah. terrible name. Yeah, I'm just, this I'm isn't just about which sponsor is better than the other one. This is crypto.com arena is a terrible name. I'm just, but I'm just saying that if uh, if there had never been a Staples Center, you know, let's say it had been something else, and then Staples randomly came in this year and they decided to become the new title sponsor of a stadium in, in the NBA, and they said, okay, we're gonna start the Staples Center in like Memphis, people will be like, that's fucking sucks. Like Staples is like a lame company. They sell fucking like office supplies, and it's really only the fact that we it's, we've had it beaten to our heads over the years by hearing the name so much. That we think it's acceptable, and I don't think there's anything objective about it. There's, there's no objective quality in any of this. It's just what the corporations can make you get you. Yeah, it's what they can make you get used to. My question is: Has Staples was Staples Center the first sponsor of of the of 
I don't even know what the original name was. Yes, it, Staples Center was the original name of of of, of the, uh, the uh, of the modern crypto current. Current. I, yeah, I honestly arena. thought I I didn't know Staples was a shop. Obviously, but also uh, I think it's because there's a lot of memories, especially with with all the t- titles that that appeared uh, that were played at the Staples Center. Like if it was just a random stadium that like didn't play any like meaningful games, I mean nobody would care, you know. But Staples is iconic because of, of of Kobe Bryant and the and Shaq and the three peat. Yeah, yeah, but and, they didn't do anything. Yeah, it has they a history with the Lakers, so it's so it's it's kind of iconic in a sense. But, but I disagree with them having um. Uh, a funeral for the name like they had a montage what right before a name change i'm like it's still the same stadium though it's it's but but yeah. i i get it you know like there, there's a lot of history with that name so as someone who is from a place that had a an old stadium that swapped names everybody just called it the old name so like this the san diego stadium that doesn't exist anymore uh, that was then Jack Murphy Stadium, and then Qualcomm Stadium, and then SDCCU Stadium. Nobody called it SDCCU Stadium. We all just still called it Qualcomm until it was torn down. It's probably because oh, it's hard I, to say. I, I agree. I agree. Like it's a lot to... of baseball stadiums, like you just go by a name that you know what the most or the most recent. You know. Yeah. I think that's literally because the other, the new SDCU is like it's just hard to say. I think that's literally the only reason. It yeah, was it's a easier stupid to say. name. Cause, cause, like, uh, I feel like, it's like, you, you, I think City Field is a good name. Like, I, I don't know why people like, insist on calling it Shea. It's, it's City Field is like a fine. It's perfectly fine. Uh, because you make the joke of Shitty Field. Whatever, like, but, but City Field sounds good because one, like, it, 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 you can easily confuse it with like the actual word City and not City Bank. Like, it's, it's, it's. I think it's a good name. Like, I, 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 if you don't know City, like City Bank, you, you could assume that it was the real name of it. Yeah. yeah, that could be a real name of a stadium that the people built without a sponsorship. And anyway, so oh, so the other thing I wanted to bring up as like a boomer reference is Felix. You remember the time that uh, they tried to put advertisements on bases? I think it was for the Spider-Man movie. Yes. Like Spider- and uh, so that was a case that maybe Agile that tried to maybe try to index, but the backlash was so fucking bad they had to like stop. T- like, this is probably a thing that Major League Baseball was thinking, okay, we're going to test it out and we're going to slowly expand everywhere to get extra revenue. And the backlash was so fucking bad that they couldn't do it. And they'll probably try to bring it back eventually, but it hasn't happened for like the last like 15 years because the backlash that time was so bad. So uh, I'm just, I just want to bring that up as an example to you, Ads, that fans can affect that kind of thing as long as they're loud as possible. Yeah, I, I guess the thing with Barcelona right now is the fact that they the fans have been conditioned to to be aware of a massive financial issue for the club, or at least, and honestly, I, I think that's been overblown and purposely overblown so that, so that um, Barcelona can get these more questionable sponsorships rolling. But I think the fans are like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're really struggling to get the biggest names now, and all these other clubs, and uh, and like for example, like with the Super League and stuff, and you've got clubs that are oil. Or bought by oil oil company not oil company oil companies as well but oil states they they're like okay guys we need to do something to keep ourselves modern and still um, able to pull the best stars and if and if we got to compromise on our values a little bit then you know it, it is what it is right so I don't yeah. necessarily agree with it. well well it's, it's, I, well 
how uh, how far are are you willing to compromise your values for competitiveness? To be honest, United compromised their values for competitiveness, and we still suck dick. So, uh, I'm I'm fine being a fucking mid table team if I if I have all my morals. But if if a couple of them really? start to fade, then then it's just like ah, oh, you know what? Like might as well settle out and just you know get owned by the Saudis, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, where is the line? Like, like where can you it's, be it's, satisfied? It's, it's um, it's compute completely arbitrary. Okay, so 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 you're saying that you feel bad about this uh, thing with Barcelona, but you under so it's it's a, I guess it's not contradictory. It's like you know emotionally you can feel terrible about this, but you can also understand it at like a realistic level of why it's happening. Yeah, I can understand why it's happening, but if if the Glazers tried to change Old Trafford's name, I don't think that would fly. What if they were getting Holland? What what like I, I know he's not, not I know that you're not getting him, but like what if it was like hey we can sign like whatever crypto.com or anything something you you really hate, and but you can get like the Holland or whatever whoever the next young star or, or Mbappe or whoever the next big star is. I think I'm kind of irrelevant to this because I'm not a local fan. But if if I had to guess, I think the local fans, I think Old Trafford is just like such a it is arguably. The most iconic uh, name in in football, like arguably the most iconic name in football, like everybody knows Old Trafford. Even if you're yeah. like not an an EPL fan, you know Old Trafford. You know the Theatre of Dreams, and it's it's tied to like th- that much cultural relevance for the city itself that it will be very difficult to change it. Yeah, what but you don't get the fans the there. Sick name. <laughs> like yeah, what? Oh yeah, like, you you know, this is this is a good game. If it Let's was like Beyond up. Meats, and it was like Beyond Old Trafford. Mm. Get me out, fucking! That's the metaverse version of it when they bring <laughs> soccer into the fucking metaverse, <laughs> and like yeah. guys come to Beyond Old Trafford Stadium to watch Manchester. Sorry, not Manchester United. What well, uh, FTX Manchester United play? Get me out, kill me, yo, please. Yo, yo, I, yo, I, yo, I hope yo. I die before that happens. No, 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 no. This is this is a good game. Let's do it. What are no. some sponsors that you that, that you think don't sound terrible? Like the the like the the ones that are like, oh, well, you know what? If if this is part of like my stadium name, it would actually sound good. Come on. Sorry, sorry. Uh, this is like uh, on the TL.net. Hear, hear me here. out here. Square yeah, but old the other. <laughs> Wait, Squarespace or Squaresoft? No, Square. Oh. Well, Old Trafford is not a square, though. Wait, oh, actually, kind of is. Wait, wait. I'm... Get get skittered on it. I don't know. Wait, all I was, all I was gonna say was uh, the the news the, the Qualcomm Stadium SDCCU Stadium torn down, right? Yeah. And they're building the new one there. And Qualcomm got the the naming rights back. So between what will be Snapdragon Stadium and Petco Park, we have the best stadium names. Not not wrong. Also, I I realized that uh, Old Trafford is one of those stadiums. It's not oval. It's it's kind of a square. So it, it's yeah, it sort of fits. Man. Square mm-hmm. Old Trafford. Old yeah, Trafford it, it's, Square. It's, and you just make it sound like a ooh, place. Ooh. It sounds good, man. I actually kind of like that. Well, yeah, Old Trafford is one of the more like uh, rectangular stadiums of the Boston stadiums. Where everyone else is an oval. What else? Hear Come me on, out. Um, Tesla Old Trafford. Yeah, eh. Fucking kill me, please. <laughs> epic games. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do the games. You're just epic. 
Oh, they give it the Unreal branding, so it's Unreal Old Trafford. Oh, that that wouldn't be bad at all. That would be, that'd be pretty solid. I hate Americans. <laughs> you don't like any of these? No. How is that even possible? I don't want Unreal. The only one I'll take is Beyond Old Trafford, but only if we're in the metaverse. And I don't actually... The real Old Trafford's still called Old Trafford. But the metaverse Impossible version... Old Trafford. Yo, what, what about Riot Arena? Oh, and just have, the, just have the ultras come out and fight all the fucking time. What, like that's Ryan like arena. the whole, whole shtick? Is just to fight each other? Yeah, yeah. It'd be one of those arenas in like Latin America where they're famous for fights. Oh, uh, like, like, like Argentina. Yeah, or like, well, it's not started by Argentina. It wasn't like a big fight in like Mexico a couple weeks ago. Yeah, there was. But Argentina's famous for the... Um, in Argentina, you can't have away fans. There's no such thing as away fans in Argentina. They don't yeah. sell tickets to the away fans, so... Oh, that's true. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know if that was... exists in other countries, but as far as I know, Argentina was the first to implement that. I'm done with this. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> alright, alright. All right. Especially, why do you guys have to use Old Trafford? Couldn't you just start use Anfield or some shit? Just fuck shit on someone else's club? Because uh, it's the one you care about, so it's the one that you would have the best reaction to. Alright. Well, I'm done. Alright. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Okay, let's, let's let's move on to our second topic of the day. And Wait, one more. About... Okay. Muscle Girls Old Trafford. <laughs> what the fuck is Muscle Girls? The, the I... bar. Don't, don't pretend you don't know. I don't. The bar in, in Japan? The Muscle, pretend... muscle Girls bar? Don't oh, pre- Muscle Girls. Oh, yeah, muscle, muscle Girls. girls. I thought you meant like muscle the fucking clam, what the fuck muscles are. No. <laughs> I thought you said muscle growers. I'm like, what? <laughs> that adds shiitake mushrooms village, Old Trafford. Like Why is name. it now fucking 17 words? <laughs> I mean, some I of these know. teams actually are like that. So what, what can we say? Name your company something good and then we'll slap it on Old Trafford. All of my company names will be variants of Adsmo Fro, like Adsmo Shitake, Adsmo something. Adsmold Trafford. Oh, God. Next topic, Wax. All right. Okay. So our next topic is uh, we're just rehashing one of the classics of American Sports Radio. We're trying to be as boomer as possible. But uh, what's the place of sports wedding in professional sports and how do we punish athletes that engage in it so over the last couple of weeks uh calvin ridley of the atlanta falcons in nfl he's been suspended for a year because while he was injured and he was on the you know, injured reserve list he did some sports betting on nfl games that included his team so he was so yeah to reiterate he wasn't in a position to affect the games he was injured but he just basically bet on these games for fun and it was really a, like a trivial sum it was like fifteen hundred dollars but uh, the NFL banned him for a year because, uh, uh, well, I, I guess those is a trivial sum. Okay, fifteen hundred. Yeah. Sports athlete, yes, that's very true. Yeah, yeah for, him, like, for him, for him, for him. But in, in terms of sports betting, like in in general, that's a massive amount. Nah, no, that, that, that's a unit. That's like one unit for him. For him, that's a, that's like a unit, or maybe like two units, whatever. Probably even not. So, but anyway, the NFL banned him for like you know. Uh, well, they didn't. So the statement didn't like elaborate exactly, but the under you know the 
underlying logic is that this is like a gateway, right? You you gotta stamp it out at the uh, the the baseline level before it becomes a thing that's like more insidious. That's always the logic around these things. So we we're gonna debate uh, in a second whether or not we agree with this logic. And um, I think the more like more like relevant thing that happened was uh, oh, sorry, what's the sports book's name? Let me look this up. All right, so, so so Westgate Superbook, which is a sports book. They asked the NFL, you should run an investigation because they apparently noticed some suspicious bets that were not from people who, because, you know, all, the, all these, you know, sports book, you know, they have these security mechanisms and they noticed bets that they flagged as being, this is an insider who knew that Tom Brady was unretiring before it got announced. And they placed a bunch of bets on, you know, Tampa Bay Bucks to win the Super Bowl, win their division to win the conference because they had information beforehand that Brady would be coming back. And I think that's like the much more relevant complaint like that, like that kind of thing would actually hurt the sports books more. Well, that's not, that, no, you know, this is separate from the integrity of the league, but anyway, these are the two topics we have on sports betting. So uh, who wants to give their take first? I'll let Felix go first, just cause it's an American sport. And then I'll jump in with other context from other sports. Uh, two things here. One, Calvin really should find a better bookie to, to hide his bets on. Because, honestly, like, obviously, the pe- I mean, you could say it's the integrity of the game, but, like, don't, like, players on teams sometimes play fantasy sports, and wouldn't that constitute as gambling as well? Um, like, like, wouldn't it, like, I assume fa- uh, football players play fantasy football, you know? And, uh, you know, obviously, they draft players from other teams, so... And you usually put you know, a little money on the line to make it more fun. But, I mean, as long as shit doesn't get leaked, uh, it's okay. Um, so I think that Calvin Ridley just needs to be to find a better bookie to uh, and better friends to uh, hide his betting. And second of all, um, around sports betting, I mean, the most famous case in sports betting is obviously Pete Rose and uh, the Major League Baseball uh, betting scandal, where Pete Rose as a player and as a manager uh bet on games now the MLB did a heavy hand investigation on him and um before they were about to go really deep into the investigation um they they came to agreement where Pete Rose would be banned from baseball banned from baseball for life um but like most people suspected that he actually bet on games for for his team to lose also they didn't Um, they didn't announce whether that was the case or not huh did they say no, no, they ended, the investigation, they ended the investigation before that. That's uh, conspiracy. So, yeah, Suspicion, so that's yeah. a conspiracy theory is that, that, you know, he did bet on games for, for his team to lose. But the public position is that um, he never bet on his team to lose. But um, he did bet so, on his team. So, I mean, huh? But he did bet on his team. He, yeah, like, he bet on his like, team. Like, he always bet on his team to win. It wasn't on, his, on betting on other teams, like, that were unrelated to his no, team. No, no, it was always just on his team. Okay. Um. So, I mean, it, sure, I mean, did, should Calvin really be suspended for life in, yes. in that case? It, 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 I should, say... my question. Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes, he should be banned for life. One year's a fucking pussy ban. Absolute pussy ban. Then again... American sports do fucking pussy bags for a lot of shit. And I, but I but here's also the thing is that all the sports are trying to get all this gambling money to protect the integrity of the game, and yet they want the gambling money. Oh, I agree. Um, in that, there is an argument whether the morality of the sport uh, of taking so much gambling money, uh, like especially in, in, in rugby league, like, 
give the example where clubs are making 30, 40% of their revenue from, if not straight from gambling sponsorships, um, most of them have leagues clubs where a lot of their money comes from pokies. Yeah. So like, wait, um, wait, 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 could you explain to me, like, what do you think the peril is of, is of players betting on their own team or on, on, on teams that they're not involved with? Like, what's the peril of that? Uh, as you, as in, uh, you're saying he's not involved because he's injured. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I'm just yeah, exactly. Like, what's the what is the peril of a sports player betting on the league that they are in, as long as they're not in the position to affect results? Um, first off, they're directly connected to the players in terms of knowing who's injured, who's in form, who's playing well at, at um, training. Not to say that you know some of that information can't be found out in in perfectly legal ways, although there's you know questionable information about that but to, to know that to have that ins- insider info is is beyond that and also um once he starts betting on his team regardless of whether he's injured or not who's to say that he doesn't keep betting on his team when he's back from injury especially if he's okay. winning uh, yeah 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 but i'm just saying like as long as he's not betting against them to win and he's not you know well, like we, he, we just said they never they never found out they just stopped the investigation when they and even then once he starts betting on his team to win um, and his team doesn't win. Now he's incentivized to say, "Oh, okay, you know what? Like next week wow. when our star players out." I, I feel, well, that this is basically like the fucking gateway drug and like the gateway drug argument against marijuana. Like, oh my god, you smoke marijuana, and now you know that's gonna like make make kids move on to like crack cocaine and like, heroin. Like, 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 like you, you you can't like you no, can't it's, it's, it, no, no, no. It, it's more like um, this guy is. In the farming mar- uh, fa- the farming industry, and he starts farming marijuana and selling marijuana, and then he also can then start farm. Actually, can you farm? Cocaine? Yes, you can farm cocaine. Uh, <laughs> it starts farming cocaine as well. It's, it's a bit higher up on the on the scale. You need to be direct. Uh, no. Like- uh, by by the way, that's terrible because I'm not opposed to that. Like like no, like people like, look once once you once you legalize marijuana, you got to let people. But that's not how it works at all. Like, I, I, like, I, I, I say you- legalize all the drugs, but yeah. Yeah, no, but like once you legalize marijuana, like you don't say you can't farm marijuana because you're going to like move on to like farming like cocaine. No, you don't do that. You're like, oh yeah, farm. That's what that's what legalization means. <laughs> you get you get to you get to grow marijuana legally. That's all it means. There's there's no fucking like concern about whether these guys are going to move on to like that, that. No, no, no. This is like saying, hey, like like you you ran a successful weed farm. Now you're going to start selling like nuclear weapons to Russia <laughs> or whatever. Like that that's that's what it's saying. It's a, such a leap, man. It's such a ridiculous leap. I don't think it's a leap when you have the the power to do so, not to to influence it directly. But you, I, you, you, I think it's no, no, it's no, more but... like hey, it's it's more like you you're making a marijuana farm, and then some guy also is like, <laughs> yo, like if you ever wanted to sell nuclear weapons to Russia, I know a guy. But like you can't. No. But you got to wait a year, dude, because you're like, uh, you you don't have the cash flow. Aka, you're injured, but no, after no, that no. year, you know you could. It's even the, th- the thing is, the thing is, the to... thing is, like the thing is, you, you didn't have to sell marijuana to do that. You could have always, you could have always moved on to selling, like like being a legal arms dealer anyway. You could have started there, like like if, if yeah. you're gonna, like, it, it's the gateway drug like argument. Basically, it, it infers that doing this small thing once is going to lead you to doing this other thing later. Whereas in fact, there's like no impediment to you actually going directly to the more lucrative 
the more dangerous thing, like without ever like going through the first first stage. Um, and, and, and the fact no, 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 and no, no. The thing is that, like, the main thing that that made this credible for drugs, at least, was when drugs were illegal. Is that, you know, if you're going to like going to the, uh, so I, I don't believe this argument, but at least, so, so this, I'm, I'm just presenting the straw man as it's presented by you know, the anti-drug people. It's like, hey, if you're going to like shady people who deal in drugs to get marijuana, then yeah, you pop. Then maybe there's a higher chance that you also go into harder drugs because these shady people are also dealing you know harder drugs but in the case of gambling it's it's perfectly legal like you don't have to go to like fucking match fixing like gangsters and mobsters to like to, to like you know put like legal sports bets so like like if you're gonna bet on your team then you can you can just do that legally and you don't have to like run into the criminal element to run into the uh the shady element so I, I don't get the argument at all Um, okay. it's a long I think, pause. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot to unmute before I talked. <laughs> uh, I, I think the the problem with that argument here is again, the difference is they're in a position of power. Like, that's the difference. Is that yeah? If you want to sell, if you want to sell, I don't know, nuclear weapons. If you're going to continue this fucking analogy, then you need to acquire the nuclear weapons. You don't have to acquire the nuclear weapons if you've already got them. This guy already has nuclear capabilities in this situation. You know what I mean? There's, there's a border of a barrier you want of to be arms dealer to be an arms dealer, which is uh-huh. locating the arms. There's no barrier of entry once you've done the first bet. Okay, I'll give like never a barrier of entry. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually have no idea what the fuck you're saying. I feel like this, this, these analogies have gone like so fucking off the board. That I actually don't have any fucking idea what you're saying. Okay, uh, fuck the analogies. I think anybody who bets on their sport should be banned, regardless of whether I, it's I, 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 I can agree with that sentiment, but it's just uh-huh. that the, league, the leagues are now just pushing for more and more gambling money. I mean, eventually there there's going to be more cases of this. Obviously, it's it's, it's just it's just something waiting to happen. Yeah, but okay. I, if you don't, if you don't ban this guy for for life, uh, banning a guy for a year, and like shows the fact that you're not taking this seriously, and it will only incentivize people, more people, to do it because like if a you have to get caught, which is already like most people who do a crime don't think they're gonna get caught, right? That's the whole fucking point. No, nobody okay. does a crime thinking they can fucking get caught. Okay, okay. No. So, so, so hypothetically, like any amount is is tantamount to to a ban for life, even like twenty bucks. Yep. Okay, fair enough. That that has to be that has to has to be the line that you're taking, because then you're getting into the oh, you know, this guy did a hundred bucks, this guy did a thousand bucks, or this guy. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Then you get the legality of, of, of yeah. the debate and, of, of how much is you know. Yeah. And then this this guy got into bets on his team, but he only bet on them to win. Whereas this guy bet on another team to lose, but he knew his mate who plays for another team was injured, and he bet that like fucking what? No, 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 no. That, that's that's like if if you want to if you're gonna match fix, you could always match fix. Like it, it has nothing to do with whether or not you're you're engaging in legitimate betting. Like. Why are you drawing this connection between match fixing? But is it wait wait? But is it not betting? illegitimate? Wait wait. wait but hey, is it not? It's illegitimate. You can't bet if you're. In, is that not part of the rules of the fucking sport? I assume no, it is, no, right? 
No, it's it's part of the rules because people believe in this connection between like if oh man like if if you engage in sports betting you'll be tempted to engage in match fixing. Whereas at, at, whereas like I understand why this misconception exists. Whereas like people think, and it's probably from the old days when like you know sports betting was run by the mafia, and you know like once you if you run into the mob, the mob's going to tell you, hey, you want to take a dive, and you know, and we'll give you money. So I, I can understand like you know the origins of this, but. But logically, at, at a surface level, there's no direct connection between sports betting and match fixing. Like there isn't. There's no direct. Con- there's no direct connection in terms of incentive. Like it may seem so on the on the on the surface level, but like at a fundamental level, there is no direct connection. Sometimes rules exist irregardless of the logic. The rules exist exist to make fans feel comfortable because 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 this league is trying to preserve this image of their product as, as clean. And and as fair, so I understand. Of course, the of course the league always wants to promote but, that. It's, it's the in, but, but it's but it's illogical. As fans, we shouldn't like accept this logic. We should be like, no, like this guy was just like, betting on sports the, the way any of us would, and like it has There's no reflection on his intent. Bet on other than his sport. No? The sport he likes the most, he competes in it. Like that's okay. I, so if you compete in it, you gotta I, understand I, that the rules are: if you compete in a sport, you can't bet on that sport. He accepts no, that. I, I, I know he broke the rules. The rules are stupid. That's what I'm saying. I, I know. I know he broke the rules. The rules are fucking stupid. That's okay. So argument. what are your rules? What are your rules? My rules are like ex- everybody ex- free free market as long as you're not fucking taking dice. Yeah, exactly. Because like because like my argument is like how, how would you ever prove that that you know how would you ever prove that they took a negative position? Uh, the thing is that whether or not whether or not the ban existed that that wouldn't matter because. People could take a negative position no matter what. Even if the rule exists, even if this rule existed, people could do, could do that. So, like, why we does should, it matter? Like, people will mass fix. People will mass fix. Could murder somebody even though it's illegal. No, no, no. That's not. That's not what. That's that's like that's like completely not what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know how you arrived there. That's fucking. That's fucking stupid. Like, basically, <laughs> if you want to mass fix, you can. You can. You can. You can mass fix no matter what. Right. You can. Like match match fixing will happen whether or not like, like gambling rules exist. Like it'll all it'll happen because a guy needs to have the money. Like that, it, it's it's so independent of like actual gambling rules. It's it's ridiculous. Well, let's say I'm sports betting and saying that I want the other team to win. Like my, I know that my team sucks and that the other team's gonna win. Yeah. Am, am I allowed to do that under your system? No, 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 no. You can't because you can you can affect the outcome. Because you can affect the outcome. Because in that case, you can affect the outcome. So you can't. What if I'm the star player and I'm injured? What if I'm the star player and I'm injured? But it's like one of those situations where my team are keeping it on under wraps because they want to like play mind games with the opposition. And then I know, but I know there's no way I'm playing, and I put money on the other team. Okay. If I affected the position, technically I'm injured, right? Like I've I've done nothing wrong. I was injured, irregardless. No, no, you can never bet on your own team. You can never bet against your own team because because then you. So know the rule is you can't bet against your own team, but you can bet against, uh, bet for slash against any other team. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, what, 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 well, 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 not exactly because this actually goes into the other case that's more interesting, I think, because because the the, uh, the case where the sports book is going to NFL, and I I assume the sports book uh, and NFL they're in you know they're in, they have like an intricate business relationship, but they're saying. They believe that people inside the Bucks organization, who may be players, may not be players, maybe this coaching staff, maybe it's front office members, like they allege that, or they they suspect that they bet on the Bucks to win, 
because they knew Tom Brady was coming back before he officially announced it. So I think that's like actually more. I don't think that. So that's that, that's a funny thing because that's one of those things that's not damaging to the fans. Like, well, who, like, why the fuck do the fans care? That doesn't affect the outcome of the games. That's like actually, like, but that's actually more damaging in terms of uh, sponsor relationships. As in what, like betting on people coming back, people coming betting on the knowledge that somebody's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, so this other article is that the, the sports book, it, the sports book uh, says that they ha- they got these. They according to their data, they they really really high suspect people in Tom Brady circle or in the Buck circle knew that Tom Brady was revoking his retirement and coming back, and thus placed these high leverage bets on the Bucks to win the Super Bowl or to win the win the division, win the conference before it was announced, and that actually doesn't that and. In terms of like actual like competitive outcome, that's that's not as relevant because like like that bet is just who cares like the, what's going to happen in the game is going to happen. That's just fucking over the the sports book, and that's more of like a sponsorship uh, thing where it's like saying, "Hey NFL, if you want to get into bed with us and you want to like take our sponsorship money, you better make sure like your fucking like employees aren't fucking us over." So I think that's like a more interesting situation. So so you think it's not. It's not about protecting the integrity of the league. It's about protecting the interests of their sponsorship deals, of their sponsorship I think that, partners. Yeah, no, I actually think that is a way more realistic concern because, well, well uh, I should say more realistic. I think that, I think that's more pertinent to NFL because because uh, if people want to match fix, they're gonna match fix no matter what. Like, I don't think that like them betting, like them getting into like casual betting, is gonna affect anything. I, I, it's it's the gateway drug argument. It's I don't so think, I'm, I'm, I, I'm going I'm to give a real life example. Okay, uh, from somebody who was caught match fixing his own games. Okay, uh, the okay. situation was I'm not going to say name because it's relevant. Most people don't know this guy, anyways. Um, but there was a rugby league player who was caught match fixing his own team's games, and essentially what happened was there was a game where he where there were there are like. I don't know what the word is for him, but they're like, there's like certain markets that exist that existed before that don't exist anymore, where you could bet on the type of points scored. So in rugby league, yeah. there's two two ways of points scored. They can either be a, be a, a try, imagine or, a try or a yeah, goal tr- kick, right? Yeah. Or a penalty touchdown goal or a field goal. Yeah, yeah, touchdown, touchdown or field, or field goal. goal. Um, which, as far as I understand, doesn't exist. This bet, this betting market, no longer exists anymore because of this guy. Um, and he, he, he did two things during that game. In the first minute of the game, he dropped the ball and gave away possession. And in the second minute of the game, he gave a penalty right in front of the goals to incentivize, highly incentivize, a kicker goal. Now, the thing is, right, like these things happen. Like over the course of hundreds of games, I've watched, like, I've watched thousands, if not tens of thousands of, of games of rugby league. And there have been hundreds of games where somebody's dropped the ball and then there's been a penalty given up right after it. The reason why he was caught really was I don't know who the fucking stupid cunt was, but ninety five percent of betting on this mark on this game in that specific market was put on that 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 uh, situation of a field goal being scored over anything else. So I don't know if he of if these bookies didn't think hey we should be a bit more succinct about it like I don't know be be a bit more suave about it but they didn't. Uh, or maybe they've they've just done it. They they just done it a bunch. Like I'm gonna assume that match fixing is rampant, right? 
or, or at least spot fixing, not match fixing. Spot fixing is completely different to match fixing. And there have been yeah. situations of spot fixing in many sports beyond rugby league, right? Um, yeah. Stuff like in cricket, the like bowling a certain amount of wides in a session. Yeah. Um, so th- those exist. And I, maybe they just got so confident that they've spot, they'd spot fixed so many times that they, they just did it so stupidly like that and got caught. But had they not done it, like it, it wasn't out of the realm. Anyways, the point the point I'm getting is the reason why this guy was caught beyond that was that they also found out that he was eighty thousand dollars in debt due to gambling. Now, it was never revealed what type of gambling he was in debt for. It could have been like gambling at a casino, right? Or it could have been gambling on other sports. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, who's the, it, there's no like confirmation that he was gambling on rugby league games, right? Um, and that's why he got into had to do it right because he was in debt to these people uh which adds you know credibility to yours your argument that the reason why players match fix is not because they started gambling oh, in this case it was but it's that they need the money right for, for for any reason whether it's a gambling addiction drug addiction whatever it happens to be yeah no no, exa- no exactly like like mat like gambling companies like they do not want like match fixing at all like, like they want everything to be as clean as possible it's like if you you what happens in match racing is you get in trouble and you and the mob comes to you. That's what happens. Like the, like like organized crime comes to you because they're trying to defraud the gambling companies together with you. Yeah, and and spot fixing is a lot harder to 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 stamp out, right? Because it's so like yeah. it's so hard to prove. Like un, unless you leave a paper trail or do something stupid yeah. like this guy did, it's extremely difficult to find out. Or somebody has yeah, to no, blow the whistle. No, no, exactly. Yeah, I'm saying like, like spot fixing is bad; it should be banned. But I'm just saying like spot fixing it doesn't have any direct correlation with gambling. Like it's a thing that happens because someone needs to make money because they're in trouble, and they want to work with like organized crime. But it's not directly related to gambling at all. Like they exist in the same sphere, but conflating these things because they all have the gambling tag attached to them. Like that's that's the thing that people get confused. It's like, oh, it's happens in the gambling sphere. It must be all be connected. That's not true at all. The incentives are so different. Okay, then, then my my next argument is um, the sport ir- irrelevant of whether they should, whether it could cause that. The sport still has a prerogative to um, ensure that their players don't gamble on the sport, regardless. Just because because the optics are bad enough that it doesn't matter yeah, but- whether like uh, bad enough just betting on the sport. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, I understand the opposite argument. Like, that's so I understand why I'm just saying the opposite are stupid. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I completely understand the optics argument of why you can't do it and why the rules exist. But I'm saying the optics are based in like dumb logic. It, it, they're based in, they're based but, in, but, as but I, the, I said but before. But the logic exists. But the logic exists. Yes or no? Do you agree on that? That the logic actually does exist, though? Whether yeah, it's in the enough? same. In the same way that like the gateway drug logic exists, it's like, oh, if you start doing one bad thing, you're going to do the next bad thing. Like, but I mean, I, yes, that's that's why marijuana is legal and cocaine isn't, right? Well, marijuana is legal in America, not Australia. No, 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 no. That's why marijuana is crimi- was criminalized for so long because of fucking dumbass like uh like these like laws that thought that marijuana was going to lead to like hard drugs like that's that oh yeah sorry I said, I, said, I, said, I said it the wrong way yeah i meant that i meant the other one that, that's the harm yeah it's like if you if you draw these false connections because these things exist within like similar ish spheres you, you risk penalizing people for like things that 
don't but, but, that aren't actual harm. Like, yeah, but, but if the government then went and said, hey, it just looks bad on us to see everybody smoking in the streets, then and that's why they're making it illegal, then you couldn't argue against that. Uh, we couldn't use like that, that argument against. Do I agree with that? No, no, no. I'm, no, no, I'm not saying that's <laughs> correct or not. Well, but then in the end, Wax, you're also the person who says that kids should smoke at 12. And I don't know if you ever made the distinction between smoking cigarettes and marijuana. Yeah, if you if you want to put yourself on record stating the, stating it, you can do that now. You know, you, you know what, you know what? There's actually like uh, like oh pretty good fuck. data. There's actually pretty good data coming out right now that says vaping leads to cigarette smoking, which is like really hurting my argument. I'm like, god damn it, like, god. So I, I I gotta I gotta watch that one out. Uh, ads ads. Do do you think that? Uh, my, well, uh, well, never mind. Uh, we'll go get back to that later. Anyway, so. Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Someone's stall. I think, I still think regardless of Wax's points and whether I agree with them, which I kind of do agree with on a, on a surface level, um, I still think that the optics are bad enough that it doesn't matter. Uh, and it's irrelevant whether the op- optics are stupid or not. Um, I, I think that a one-year ban was fucking pussy shit. Like, straight the fuck out pussy shit. Especially because he bet on his own team. Especially. Because we know for a fact he bet on his own team. Now, that whether he bet... For or against is irrelevant. I still think the fact that he did that just shows, like, you know, it's, despite Wax's argument against the gateway drug thing, I'm, it's still inching you ever so closer to betting against your team if you know a mate is out. I, I don't know how you just said that, that, like, it's 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 not a gateway drug, but it's totally a gateway drug. Like, what the fuck? What, what, is, what yeah. is that logic? <laughs> There's what no the logic. I, I, my brain just tells me consume. All right, all right. In any case, let's 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 uh, do our ad. Okay, so if you would like to pay for our gateway drug, aka our subscriptions to random services, or Wax's, I don't know what Wax spends his money on. I'm just going to assume Wax spends his money on g- gambling as well. I don't gamble anymore, but when I did gamble, that's probably what my money would have went to. But anyways, if you would like to support us, you can go to www dot coffee that's ko-fi.com slash jujus or if you would like to support us by watching any of our shows of the jujus partner program i don't know what the fuck we are um you can go to the jujus.mo that's the jujus.moe or moe is how wax wants me to pronounce it but i refuse to pronounce it first at that anyways regardless just listening to us is more than enough for me anyways wax on the other hand needs money because he's in debt with the cartel or with, with the mob, sorry, <laughs> and we'll be spot fixing esports games. No, 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 it's it's because it's I'm, I'm addicted to crack cocaine, yeah, because you got a fucking yeah, because you got a gateway drug for marijuana, fucking idiot, yeah, yeah, bro. I, I tried smoking weed and then it, so it let me down like a bad, bad path, anyway. Next, uh, next topic who, who gets to pick? Do you want to do the Naomi Osaka one? Uh, <laughs> I'm Actually, well, I want to do the Naomi Osaka one because I want to talk about Russell Westbrook. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, you know what? That's good. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I feel like has been like has been has been uh, it's quiet for the last few minutes. So I guess we should, we should talk. He wants. So okay. So Naomi Osaka, she was playing at Indian Wells tennis tournament. She was playing a match. A fan. Yelled at her during like a singular fan. Yelled at her during the match. I think she said, "You suck." Was that is that correct? Uh, it's, 
it was something like or like what, what did she say i forgot exactly i believe there was heckling going on throughout the game but that was the tipping point one. yes that was one in, that was one in the video right nami you suck that's like a, a sing. it was a singular voice amidst a uh largely silent crowd and uh now misaka ended up losing who knows whether it was due to that or not i didn't actually, I didn't actually watch the match because uh you know tennis yeah I, I, I like the idea of tennis more than like actual actual tennis but whatever i mean it, it's it's fun to play i suppose anyway uh so after the match now misaka she so so yeah so actually she tried to get uh from what i understand she tried to like address the crowd during and uh, she was denied by the judge. But after the match, she got a chance to talk to, talk to the crowd and say, hey, that, that really fucking sucked. And she was reminded of the time that Serena and Venus Williams were playing at the same tournament, Indian Wells. And basically, she was just saying, hey, that just, that just brought back to me in my mind, you know, as a kid watching these two great athletes playing here when the crowd were booing them really, really profusely. It just triggered a moment in my mind. Yeah, they and also called Serena the N word. Um, did they? And, did yes, they? Oh, I, sorry, not, in, this, in this article, I, I didn't see it, but uh, well, I'm, yes. going, I'm, I'm, I'm going off an LA Times article. Does this, does this say an LA Times article? I don't know if they did, but I, I remember researching this. Um, and also, Serena Williams, I don't know if Venus Williams also didn't play the tournament, but she also never played the tournament again, or she didn't, or she didn't play the tournament for like 10 years. I don't remember. One, one of the wait, other. Wait. Okay, so wait, wait, you you actually researched a topic for this for the podcast? No, uh, that that was no, including the I, article. Serena didn't play here again until twenty fifteen. Venus returned twenty sixteen. Okay, that no, but I didn't read the article. No, but, so okay, but 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 so basically, the, the Venus, the Williams sisters, uh, they had racial slurs targeted at them like twenty years ago, basically. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, I didn't know about the racial slurs because uh, it wasn't in this article. But you know, th- th- thanks ads for doing research. Good times. That, that that's a totally different argument. Like like if if the fans aren't saying racial slurs or making racial gestures, I mean, in the sport you're gonna get heckled. That's why you, you you're paid being paid millions of dollars to get heckled. Yes, but uh, tennis is a weird one in that it is one of the few where like heckling is not. Really, the culture is sport. weird. Yeah, yes. the culture is like tennis culture is weird. And you're not you're not supposed to heckle people. Yeah, because tennis still wants to keep that high. Even though tennis now has has gained like a worldwide appeal beyond uh, that highbrow thing, especially like weird stuff like Wimbledon, right? And I don't, it's not that I agree with the, this kind of stuff, but they still want to keep that highbrow. And it's why tennis get, tennis and golf get the get the high tier sponsorships of like a fucking Rolex, right? Well, I mean, yes, their audiences tend to have more money. That that's the whole. Their audiences tend to have more money, and they're trying to protect that image as well, right? With the way they, with with the way they manage crowds, um, with the way they manage players, like with, for example, Wimbledon still not letting players have um, wear anything other than white. Like there, there have been situations where Wimbledon will like point out like your logo is orange or whatever fuck on your on your shirt. You got to change that. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the whole point of that is to. And the same thing with the fans, right? The whole point of keeping the fans like doing the oh, only clapping after a point, never talking during the point. The, the the reason that exists is because they want to protect that image of like being a you know respectful, um, respectful right. sport. And Serena Williams has been uh, I don't know if it's Wimbledon, but she's been like reprimanded or something by tennis authorities for wearing uh, you, like you know like out 
uh, what is it? Uniforms? Uh, it was what, underwear. What? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, her underwear, uh, like, not her underwear, wait, like the, the tights that she gear. wears under hers. Yeah, yeah. It's called gear, yeah. Yeah, so she was, she was wear- whatever she was wearing was considered like, inappropriate by tennis. And it was, it was like, no, that's like, that's, that's just like efficient sportswear. Yeah. But, but yeah, but she was reprimanded. Yeah. But she was reprimanded for wearing it, even though it was actually probably the most like uh, uh, the effective sportswear she could wear, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Regardless, I I think the the point being made here is, is that the G's in, in soccer or in, in NBA or any other sport are completely different to the G's you're expected to have. I know just just from last, like not last month, a couple months ago, but there was so much criticism leveled at at the Australian Open crowd. And there's always been criticism at the US Open crowd, which has always had a bad rep in terms of the, the, the Grand Slams. Like Wimbledon crowd's supposed to be the best behaved, regardless of whether you believe that's true or not. The US Open has always had a bit of a bad bad crowd vibe from from you know old school tennis fans. And now the Oz Open with what happened this year has also gained that that um that because they so, because they're behaving the way that sports fans at every other sport behave. Yes, well, not even at that level. Quite quite honestly, just a couple of levels above below that. But yes, that's why. Like yelling during during points is seen as like bad manners, right? And you will be reprimanded by the by the umpire, and if it goes on too long, they can even remove you. I don't know if that fan was removed. I don't remember. I don't think she was. So, so you're saying this is a case of uh, this person was uh, an asshole, but not totally wrong. I, it's, it's hard to say. So, like, basically, this person was thinking, this person who heckled Naomi Saka thought they are behaving within their rights as a sports fan by any other standard of sport besides tennis. And this person maybe, and. And honestly, this person probably didn't. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe, who, maybe, maybe she did, or maybe she didn't. But she re- didn't realize the history involved in this event regarding heckling black athletes. I well, think I mean, that it, probably I mean, not. Yeah. But I mean, her excuse saying that you know, oh, saying that you suck is compares to you know, Ser- Serena Venus being called the N word is, is like a cop out. No, no, wait, wait. One, she didn't uh, say that directly, so you can't, you can't say that. So that's that's. She just said it reminded her of. It reminded her, but second of all, these tennis players never worked a customer service job in their entire life. Getting called "you suck" is like the standard at a customer facing server. As a waiter, as a as a as a telephone operator, getting called "you suck" is like you know the norm. So these these players are just mentally coddled. Throughout their entire lives, you know, I I feel I feel like I kind of agree. At the same time, I also feel ter- I also okay. So so the thing is that obviously like nothing exists in a vacuum, right? It's all about rel- relative. It's it's all about like you know relative treatment. So again, I, as you say, like compared to what the reg- you know like regular Americans like, quote unquote well not not even regular Americans regular people. Like, Experience their lives. All these athletes, they're coddled. All of them, like no matter what sport. Yes, yes, they're coddled. But I mean, this this is just like normal sport behavior anywhere. Like if she if she doesn't want to be called you suck, then don't play, don't play, don't play for money. Then she could play tennis, you know, at a at a local park, at like or, or like a private, uh, you know, gym, and nobody would call her you suck. 
Uh, okay, yeah, so they so would. So <laughs> well, well, sure. I play at the local gyms. I can call you. That wouldn't make the press. That wouldn't make the press. That wouldn't make you know all all this big fuss about it. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Felix, here's what here's what I'll say. Yes, she's soft for uh, being for crying because someone said she sucked. She's not soft for having a memory of black people having racial slurs hurled at them at the same event twenty years ago. So it can be can it be both things at the same time? Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe it can. Maybe it can. But but I I can I can see what you're saying. But I can also see why you, where you're really really wrong. Okay, how old is Naomi Osaka? Is this this event happened? 20, she's like twenty three or twenty four. This happened two thousand one. So she was four. Okay. Oh, oh come on! I go. Like, I seriously saying she can't credibly have remember that. Come on. Yeah, that's not. This. That's that, that's I, dumb. But I, I I think the thing is I think the thing is to remember is the fact that Naomi Osaka has history of perhaps mentally they, they, okay I I. I kind of agree with this, but also I kind of disagree with this. But there has been criticism of Naomi Osaka for being mentally weak when things go against her in terms of the game. And whether fans I, I, uh, know, well, fans do know this at this point. Like she has the she has the history of it. Um, they know that they can get under her skin very easily, uh, meaning that they will push for it. They they will try and they will try and get it get it to happen right oh yeah yeah fans always you know always have their supporters you know just yeah but it's I mean, not about being uh, not supporting Naomi Osaka it's about knowing that if, if you're a fan if if I'm a fan and I know that a player on the other team can be easily riled up uh, I'm I'm more than even if I don't dislike the person I'm just gonna go do it because it's fucking funny sure sure so I, th- I think she's kind of painted and she continues to paint uh, a target on her back because of the way she 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 acted here. Um, whether that's correct or not um, is is an argument to be had. But uh, to say that she hasn't hasn't built a little bit of a target on her back from fans that she'll probably get targeted again um, is beyond isn't isn't beyond like even going to another tournament that isn't indian wells like she will get criticized i think from now on i mean look she always has a history of just you know like like saying oh oh mental pressure boom then then you know she should just retire then because that i mean this this is a job and your jobs have responsibilities like remember that she didn't want to do press conferences at the french open yeah, I mean it's just part of her job. You get paid money to be, unfortunately, jeered and heckled, even even though it's light. That's just part of the job description. You don't like it, then retire, give up all the money, play it like a private gym. Nobody would care. Nobody would ever notice. But but she wants both. She wants she wants she she, she can't take the criticism, but she can take the compliments. Is what I'm saying here. It's like, okay, do you have something to say? Is is it time to say the the quiet part out loud? Yeah. I <laughs> uh, I think that a group of men getting together on the internet to discuss the and belittle the experiences of a young black woman is gross. I think it is the case, but if you are arguing. Um, 
I, I'm arguing against the the point. I, I think that fans know it now and they will do it. That's what I'm trying to say. Fans will always push the buttons. She has, like has been stated, she has a, a history of being open about having uh, mental health issues. Um, she... When she is, uh, I I said this b- before. Uh, when th- the the correct criticism here is, I think it's it was mentioned a little bit. Um, is that it, it kind of goes with what Ads was saying? She has a tendency to collapse, and uh, it sort of like triggers those issues when she's not playing well um and it's sort of uh it sort of just like compounds on itself but i think the take that she should retire or she's soft or she's coddled or whatever um is is so like beyond invalid because we're talking about somebody who literally played at the top of the game and is a multiple time slam winner. I think she's she, one of f- five people who have won more than two grand slams in the past 20 years I, in women's sports. I, I'm yeah. not saying she's but there's, there's this saying... like suggestion here that she can't handle the pressure. She's already been there, done that. Like she's, she has these, these moments uh, where she probably gets into her own head uh, more than she should. Uh, but be, like we know because of where she's been and what she's done she's that she has well fought through more than what she has let get to her. Like you can't let these, these incidents here and there like over, over like overlook everything that she has gone through. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that saying that she's a she she's a player. she's a great player. But I'm just saying that it's it's just part of the job description. Like it, 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 if you don't like the job description, then you don't like the job. Then you, you just gotta move on, right? Because that's what people do all the time. I, I think mean, there's I, a lot I, of I don't, I don't know. Tennis, yes, but I mean, she could play tennis anywhere. So, so Katie, but she wants the money she... with the tennis. That's the thing. She wants to make money and attention with the tennis. Is your argument, Kate, that, that fans shouldn't be allowed to do that? Because that's a different argument. Well, my argument is that the this sort of like if you like if you have these struggles or whatever, you should just leave. Like that is that's my issue. Is that that no, take is like so. so it's it's like such a boomer take, right? Like it's a take from where like a society that doesn't treat mental health issues as if they're a real thing. Oh, I mean, they're, they're a real thing, but if she gets treated, you know, but if she's still encountering these issues, I mean, sooner or later, they're, 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 there's going to be, you know, a point where, you know, you just got to say, I can't take deal with this anymore. Yeah. But ha- like, have we reached that point? How many tournaments has she had issues at? We how many know at least has she now, played? I mean, how many more does, she, does the, how many more outlashes does she, does she get with with you know before I, before I, the media gets really tired of this? I mean, she's so she's had one tournament where she 
was willing to take the punishment for her actions. Um, and then they they didn't want to do that. So she resigned from the tournament. I, I think that was valid, by the way, because if they then give you, if they then give players the, ch- like, I don't remember what the fine was, but they, if you're, are you talking about the French Open one? Yeah. Yeah. So for the French Open one, just to be clear, is there there is a fine for missing um, press conferences that's always existed, right? Because like yeah. sometimes a, a player will just not fucking show up to their press conference. It's exi- it's happened before, right? Right. Um, and I guess the the question for them was, hey, like she can eat the fine of whatever it was. The, I, I don't remember the number. It was thirty thousand dollar fine. She can eat the fine of missing that all the way to the final, right? But then every other big player is going to be like, whoa, you know, if I have a shit game and I don't want to talk to the, the press, then I'll just eat the fine as well and I'll keep. So there was a precedent they were trying to avoid there beyond right. Beyond just the situation. Yeah, so we we have that tournament, and then we have this next major tournament, uh, this issue, that I don't even really see as an issue, and I think it's being overblown regardless. Uh, she was heckled. Uh, she wanted to say something. She wasn't allowed to say something during the game. Who knows what she was going to say? Uh, and then she addressed it afterwards, um, taking the time to address it and letting people know uh what happened in uh her mental state at the time fairly open about it minor incident in my opinion uh and then the next reaction to that is to a call for her to retire like i think that's a little overblown yeah i I don't think she should retire i i think for me if i'm looking at her career right now somebody who's followed her career a bit more closely than probably other people have is that the pressure kind of originates from having to to be the person for two countries i think i think that really pushes her um she's the she's the person who's you know the the first japanese number one rated player the first uh you know the a player who also has that american um outreach which means you know she gets you know and then she had the whole being the the flame bearer is that the word flame bearer for the olympics torch bearer yeah. yeah for the Olympics and then being the Olympic and then failing at the Olympics. Well, I think she did pretty well at the Olympics. She didn't like fail, but she didn't, she obviously, the goal there is to win the gold medal. If you're the torchbearer, right? Like the, the, um, when you, when you are the torchbearer, you're expected. The reason why you're the torchbearer is because people think you're going to win a gold. Like that even same thing happened in Australia, right? When the Australian Olympics were there, uh, you're the face of the, the team essentially. Right. Um, and now I think the, I think it, it, it is what Kate said. Once you show weakness, and I, I don't agree with this, but once you do show weakness, sports fans are vindictive. Sports fans are terrible. And I guess maybe uh, maybe tennis hasn't had the same uh, expectation of sports fans being vindictive. Um, the question is, are you going to tolerate it as a sport? And I don't think any sport has ever gone against anything that wasn't and some sports haven't even done this, but uh, gone against anything that isn't racially or, you know, religiously charged in terms of heckling. I mean, sports is used as, you know, an outlet for the common man to, you know, vent their, sometimes it's used to vent their frustrations at people, you know, vent their frustrations, um, you know, from their ordinary lives, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it still doesn't give you the opportunity. It doesn't make it. Doesn't make it like you're right. Like it, no, no, it, it doesn't so, make uh, you're right. But I mean, it just it just gives an outlet. 
and yeah, a lot so, of people so, take I, that outlet because you know their lives are you know not that great and you know sports is the one thing they watch where you know it's it's normal yeah. for them to you know you know heckle a little bit okay so I, I'm going to say that I think Naomi Osaka is completely entitled to uh, indirectly question whether or not she was being heckled because she was black and not because this person, like, you know, just disliked her, like, on an objective level. So I think she's completely, she's completely entitled to that. Like, 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 a, like any minority athlete is entitled to wonder out loud whether or not I'm being targeted for booze because of my origin, not because of especially you know, at you know, a, of my product. Yeah. Especially a at tournament a that, that has, has history. history. Yeah, so she's completely entitled to that. But at the same time, um, I, I want to be fair to the fan, too. Like, like There's a possibility. Like, you, yeah, the, she's entitled to ask, and the fan is entitled to say, nah, I just fucking hate you because of whatever reason. Maybe she doesn't like her style of play. Maybe she doesn't like like young kids. Be, maybe she's just a boomer. Maybe she just hates like kids. Like it, it, it could be any kind of thing. So I feel like we got to acknowledge both of these things. Like it's fair of her, and like it's not over dramatic of her to, to like cry because of it because she has like a, a it, it brought up her like, like like a racial like a very very legit racial trauma of like watching you know people who looked like her when she was young get booed and have like racial stories tossed at them be, just because unfairly, and maybe in that moment think oh shit. Like maybe I'm being the same, even though even if it was from one person, like she's allowed to suspect. And at the same time, I always want to say like it's it's unfair to demonize that one fan and just say oh that person was being racist. Like, it could have been like a regular asshole fan at the same time. Also, to be fair, I don't know if it's like a childhood trauma for her. I think she's she said that she watched a video of what happened. So well, it might maybe she didn't watch like it live, a, but if if you yeah. were any so, if you but, were, but what I, what I mean is it like it might be like a more recent thing that she yeah yeah it could have look, been, look, yeah. got into. Look, I, 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 look, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying in the, in the emotion of the moment, she prob- it was it's probably hard to ask her to articulate very specifically, saying, "Hey, asshole woman in the in the in the stands, maybe you're racist, maybe you're not. I'm not going to accuse you of either one, but it brought up an." racist trauma that i saw like it's hard for someone when they're when they're sobbing to like art- articulate that in that way but the sentiment is i i, I the sentiment it's real the sentiment also, is i just i, I want to make clear as well that i i don't just hold this opinion for like athletes right like this is the i think this whole like when you sign up to be like a public persona, you sign up to like, just get shit on for the rest of your life. I think that take is just terrible all around. Like as far as like tabloids and paparazzi and psycho fans and like hecklers and like all, I think all that stuff is trash. Uh, And I think that sort of just like excusing it, like, you're you're a public per- persona and you get paid to like get shit on i think it's in like i think it's outdated and should we should change our way of thinking about those things then i think but, i mean comes... that's what sports is is to the comment it's, a, it's an outlet it's an outlet to vent their frustrations so yes it, 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 it it's not good behavior but 
I mean, what I mean, sports is to entertain the masses and keep the common man happy. And if it's to vent their frustrations at an athlete, then it's better than you know. You I don't know. know. I think the sport can take, like most sports now nowadays, will not l- allow fans to throw, you know, bananas at black players like they they used to. That's that's a oh, change. Oh, 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 of course, of course not. I mean, who, I mean, who's yeah, to say racially, that? Racially, religiously, like if it's you know. But but he was allowed. Class, it but it, should, it, but he was accepted. But he was accepted. So you can't say that that's how it's always been, and then assume that it will never change. But I, I think that eventually that that change can either come from the fans, which seems unlikely, and if anything's um, uh, tennis is going the other way and pushing from from a fan base, anyways, because by becoming more popular. Um, I think I think it's more popular now. Uh, there's like some statistics I read about it. I think men's sport, men's tennis, is still is more popular now than it's ever been. But I think women's tennis was more popular in the 80s. I'm not sure. I have to go back on the stats for that. Um, and I think tennis itself is pushing towards being a sport where the crowd can act right or wrongly, act more like uh, say a, a basketball or, or rugby or a soccer soccer crowd. Yeah, it's just yeah. like. It's insane to me that the argument is like, you signed up for this. This is why you get paid. If you don't like it, leave. We'll pay somebody else to get shit on. Like, that's crazy. It is crazy, but it's crazy, but it's not a normal job, as you know. uh, We uh, need like a whole reevaluation of society. Yeah, I agree with that. You could definitely argue that that's the case. You could definitely argue with that, but I mean, a lot of people get shit on every day for much less pay than a professional athlete. Right, but they should. Is it okay? People are going to be assholes. It's just the way of life. So, just like a workplace's job is to reduce the amount of like, if if I was the boss of some waiter or waitress and they were getting shit on, my job is kind of to stop that to happen. Assuming I'm a good boss. But there are not so many good bosses. And then, then your question is: All right, is it the responsibility of either the tennis, uh, the tournament organizer, whoever, Indian Wells organizers? I don't know if the PTA or whatever the organizing body controls Indian Wells because it's not a major. But I assume if they don't, then they should, like the organizing, like there, there's there's going to be a line that's that that needs to be drawn, right? In the sand, and it's well, up to the. I- Organizing committee does either. Well, I think isn't that line completely arbitrary though? Because obviously is we it? all dis- no, it is arbitrary because we we all okay. we all disagree against against like against like a racist or against sexist like booing. But like, I feel like everyone of us here like agrees with booing in terms of like oh you're you're guys from a different city, you suck. We're gonna boo for you. We're gonna boo against you. Well, like, that's, that's we, thing. If, we, if you yeah. just if, if if a tournament organizer decides nothing, nothing's allowed. Clap or shut the fuck up. Then it's you know, it's a it's well, a position. Well, it's a position well, to be well, had. Well, here's well here's the funny thing because like I thought that so this is this is the funny. Not thing about say e-sports. I agree with that. The, the funny thing about esports is that like for some reason esports organically developed a culture where uh, most of the fans on Twitter and online they were like. Booing is bad. We should cheer for everyone, which is so it runs so counter to all the other sports. And I'm not saying like either way is is the inherently good way or not. So I'm just saying that like, there is a difference. Like, but but I'm saying like 
what I'm saying is like the difference, it's not objective. It's just whatever is accepted within that industry. I don't think it's based on any kind of objective standard of like human decency or morality. I just think it's like whatever people decide is acceptable within that particular sport or that particular entertainment. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I think that that's the whole point that we're trying to make, right? About tennis having a different um, cultural history around fans. Yeah. That may or may not be changing. Depending on who you talk to, if you talk to the boomers, they're going to say, yes, it's been changing. If you're talking yeah, to the uh, young people. I mean, an- another player to say is, is Nick Kyrgios, who's, who's been unfairly, in my opinion, like completely criticized in the Australian sphere for a variety of reasons. And he's known as a player who will self-implode. And I, I know that fans know this and they know that they, they heckle him. Um, I was watching his game today in, uh, against... Um, Next Nadal, and you know, same thing happens. That always happens with him. Like once you once you build that history as a player, I, I think it's very hard to get away from it. Um, whether Naomi can do it or not uh, is to be seen. Just to add on to this at the end, uh, this also goes along with my point that Twitter should be banned and all social media should be banned. No, no, no. We need to give the kids the Twitters. Like, no, no. You need, you need to give twits to distraction. Also, you need you need more money in in, in the sport. No, unfortunately, no, no, no. Live audiences should be banned. People should respect the the, the performers. All games, all so, games so you want so you want all games to be like the NBA bubble. No, no, no. all yes. matches all matches should be held at beyond Old Trafford. Yes, N- not gonna lie. It, in <laughs> all honesty, unironically, by the end of the Thunderdome era in WWE where there were no live fans and there was just a bunch of Zoom calls uh, in, like, screens around the arena. I actually liked that more than live crowds. We should just have faces of Zoom calls. All right, you are a psycho. Screens but... around the, the yeah, stands of I every like arena. You, 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 are a, you are a psycho and it's, it cannot be... Uh, I actually... I think it looks better, to, to be honest with you. Okay, you are a... Like you're, like you're like a double psycho. <laughs> like my, like I, WWE 2K22 just came out, right? And it has okay. the Thunderdome arenas. I, this might be because it's a game and it's real people's faces instead of like polygon, fake polygon people crowds. To be honest, it might be play a part of it. But I think the Thunderdome arenas are the best arenas in that game. Okay, you you're insane, but we will support your content house activities, Keith. Once once you start your YouTube channel, we, we'll we'll start shilling it very very hard. Oh, well, it doesn't exist yet. You got to wait for me to post something. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, once it starts, once once it okay. starts. Yeah, that's right. where uh, bedtime stories are going for ads. Ooh, oh. nice. just just All free right. for ads. Everybody else has to subscribe to my fan house. Anyway, I'm glad that we that we got to have some sports uh, radio talk. There wasn't as much yelling as I hoped, but it was pretty good. We we had some. Contention. I was gonna I was gonna start yelling if if Kate did one more Old Trafford. Wax half full Old Trafford? <laughs> no. WHF. Unless, uh, wait, wait, we're paying money to get that. What the fuck? No, they're going to pay us. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are paying money for that? Let's pay because you want the attention. Got, it's advertisement. You know, they'll advertise to our, to our podcast. No, no, no. Advertising for them having their name attached to us. Thank you very much. The Juju's.moe Old Trafford. All right, Wax, give me your song of the week. You're the only one who has one right now. Oh, Keith, oh, I've got to find okay, it. Okay, okay. All right. What about right, Faze so... Old Trafford? 
Yeah, go to hell. Go, Optical yeah, go to Trafford? Hell. None of these? Go to, go to hell. Okay, TSM Old Trafford? Mm. <laughs> Please, no. All right. My song of the week is uh, Age of Consent by New Order, which is just like a solid 80s rock song. And I, I actually did uh, Google this song beforehand to make sure it wasn't about like fucking underage girls. And it's not. It's just, it's just the random... It's, it's, it's just the... So from what I can tell, it's because like New Order always gave their songs random-ass fucking names, and it just happens to be Age of Consent, and it's just a song about... I can't really tell. So I'm just saying. I, 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 so I, I, I cleared it via Google, and I could be wrong. This seems sus. I know. I, 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 cleared, it, I cleared it via five minutes of uh, Google searching, but I think it's all right. The song is good, you're, so there we go. You're saying it's not about underage girls. Yeah. But you are, you're also saying you don't know what it's about. I mean, yes, the chance that like an '80s rock band could have wrote a song about like having sex with underage groupies seems very high. It seems high, but Google told me no, so I'll recommend it on on its uh, acoustic merits. It's basically like drill music for old white dudes. Mm, well, just snitching on having sex with underage girls. All right, off of this topic, I'm just going to go into my song. Are you now going to give a song that's a drill song about having sex with underage girls? I hope not. <laughs> no, what? the drill song would be would be about smoking dead ops. Okay. But I'm not going to do that. I don't think I've recommended any drill music so far, but I might. I've been really into like drill history right now. Um on YouTube. Uh so my song uh is by Kamau and his brother whose name I don't actually know how to pronounce. I think it's Nko Kaylee. Kelly Kaylee? I don't know. Oh, uh, it's, called, it's called Gray. Um the great artist that I, I found back in like twenty sixteen or something like that off of his project The Gorgeous Fortune. Um this one is off the next project after that from 2018, I believe, called Earth Gold, the Kamau uh, cassette. Uh, great, uh, you know, little jazzy, funky hip-hop artist. Good stuff. All right. Felix, do you have a song? Do you need me to buy more time to... No, I have a song. All right, is no. it another Japanese song? Because I think every no. time you've been on, it's been a Japanese song. Wow. No. How dare you break tradition? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I will play, uh, it's, I guess I pick whatever song is on my phone right now. Uh, Let It Die by Ellie Goulding. Um, Ellie you know, Goulding? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know that name uh, this Ellie. track is off of the, uh, bonus track from Target, so I don't think it's on Spotify. Yeah, I don't think it is. Isn't Ellie Goulding, like, the, the late 2000s, like, sweetheart pop? Artist, isn't that? Her? Uh, she's a sweetheart. Is back, yeah, back in like early twenty tens. But uh, yeah, but this song is from like twenty fifteen. I recall correctly. Did, did, did she like change? She def no. She definitely started changing. Yeah, she definitely started changing with this album as she got more popular with uh, "Love You Like You Do" um, she, from Delirium. And uh, she has a song with Juice World. What the fuck? Yeah, she has a juice. She has she has a Juice World song. Damn, respect. Didn't she like cheat on Ed Sheeran, and he's the Did one she? that that one she, song? Yes, 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 yes. What? Now she's my fucking queen. I hate Ed Don't, Sheeran. I think is the name of the, that song. Something like that. One Wait, of his or his earlier songs. I forget the name of it. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy her album now just because she cheated on Ed Sheeran. 
It's it's she cheated on him with somebody from One Direction, I think. Something oh like god, that. never mind. Details. I can't. She she's lost. I don't lost remember the drama. Just... All I know is that they they were dating at one point, and yeah, she she cheated on him with someone. I don't remember who. Yeah, it's the song "Don't." Okay, was that it's a good right. song? I like Ed Sheeran. By Ed Sheeran. What what did you just say? It's called, it's called "Don't." It's a yeah. good song, and it's by yeah. Ed Sheeran in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking not true. He has it's one like good song. It's like his first uh, song that I know of from him. From 2014. You don't know, 18? Uh, I don't know. Is that older than Don't? I don't know. I think it is. That's like his first album. I don't know if Don't is from his first album. Anyways, my song, because I don't want to talk about Ed Sheeran for another second, is, well, his, I'm going to give some history. We've been playing the game called Hurdle. Great game. You guys should play it if you haven't played it. Um, and we, I've been reading at the fact that the past three or four songs have just been, except for the most current one, or I don't know if it's the most current one. Anyways, I uh, have been old white people music. Um, and then this most current song, not a spoiler, I think, because by the time you hear it was just young white people music. So I got it in one go. Just want to point that out for Wax, even though he's not here. Um, and what better song for mid- medium white people medium age white people music than Radiohead, My Iron Lung, a great rock song. Uh, Radiohead, a great rock band. Listen to it. Hey, it's great. Hey, hey, I, <laughs> I've, I've already... Wax is back. <laughs> hey, I already went to the Benz. I already did the Benz, man. No, you can't. It was a I'm different pretty song. Sure. Yeah, but but I'm, I'm just saying, like, picking Radiohead and saying I like the Benz more than OK Computer is the ultimate... Like hipster thing, it's it's but, it's so fucking. But I like Pablo it, Honey more than a good computer. I'm just saying, it's so fucking, it's so fucking music elitist. It, it, it's gotten to the point where it's better to say actually, no. OK Computer is better because no, it's no, got no, it, no. it's it's come around the entire way. No, 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 no. no. The actual the actual right thing to do is to say neither of them are better than each other, and Pablo Honey's better than both. Yeah, that's all right. Anyways. That's my song. Wax, I don't, I don't know if you've ever done a Radiohead song. I'm sure you have. Because no, you have that I, perfect I, range for medium-age white people music. No, no, exactly. I'm pretty sure I picked the song from the Benz before. If I didn't, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, you know what? Good good on you for not picking Fake Plastic Trees, which which would have been the most obvious one. It's a good song. But, you know, I, 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 I should have done Fake Plastic Trees and said, oh, this is a deep cut from the Radiohead discography it's called fake plastic trees i feel like i might have actually done the bends from the bends that's even worse anyways no more medium white people music if you if you are the hurdle dev and i don't know if there's a dev or if it's just automatic stop giving me old people white music i I need to 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 be elitist and get it in one go if i have to go do another four four seconds i might have to kill myself anyways with that thank you for listening if you'd like to support us monetarily, you can go to www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash thejujus. But even then, if you just listen to us, thanks for listening to us. Felix, thanks for listening to us. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for coming on, and we'll catch you guys next week.